I was really guitar phobic at the time. I thought they were like really just evil sounding, yeah. boring instruments. Um, so sometimes as a joke, we would make a rock band together uh, with rock band versions of Eskimo songs. And then we were like, oh, this is actually sick. <laughs> um, here I am. Here I am. Like being afraid of something and then being like, oh, this is actually really cool. Let's do this. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? Yoni Wolf, you have tuned into The Wandering Wolf, as you well know. Uh, I am in Cincinnati again, in between more tours. Just did a little uh, two-date thing uh, in Nashville and Kansas City, heading to Japan on Saturday for another week of shows there, and then straight to Europe from there, and going to do EU... UK shows so come come and uh, check us out uh, this is my band why by the way I didn't say that but playing playing live music um, so look on the internet you can go to to why with a question mark.com that's all spelled out why with a question mark.com and see those tour dates and I always enjoy it you guys come up and say oh hey I'm a wandering wolf listener uh, out when I'm on the road and uh, even if I don't act like it if I'm in the middle of working breaking my gear down or whatever I do appreciate it so uh, feel free to continue to tell me that uh, good to know that I'm not talking to nothing out there even though sometimes I am talking to myself in a way but uh, you're out there whoever you are you're out there and I appreciate that today's episode is with my friend Gabby Smith. Uh, she has a little outfit called O, formerly Eskimo, with a French style E-A-U-X. Um, and we toured with them in the U.S. Uh, the second half of our five-week U.S. tour, and it was a GD pledge. They are just fantastic people. And we had a great time, and I think uh, everybody enjoyed it. Everybody had had a uh, good time with each other, and, and uh, we got on well. So hopefully we'll do more touring with them in the future and, uh, and all that. So, yeah, but me, you know, back to me. That's, that's the, uh, the trend in these uh, Wandering Wolf episodes. Back to Yoni. Uh, I'm doing pretty well, actually. I'm doing physically quite well. I don't know exactly why, you know. Uh, Maybe it's this uh, Zoloft. I'm on a small dose of Zoloft that my doctor put me on for, I guess, for IBS, technically, or Crohn's. I'm not sure what exactly it's supposed to cure or be good for. Not cure, but, you know, help. Um, But also for anxiety. Because I, I can get into pretty serious anxiety bouts. And uh, I think it's been helping. I mean, I, I, you know, it's not something that you feel. You know, you always want it to be, or I, I do anyway, want it to be the kind of thing that uh, I'm like, oh, what? Wait a second. There's like a marching band. What, what is this? That's what The Wandering Wolf is all about. Spontaneity. But I swear to God I hear a marching band. Anyway, I'm on a small dose of Zoloft. And it's been helping. This is real. Right? Is this in the building or walking down the street? I can't tell. Um, but I'm, I'm now eating, I'm eating a lot more foods. I was like on such a small diet. Oh no, it's definitely a marching band. Right in the park across the street from my house. This is why I like the spring and the summer better than the winter. Oh, I see. It's at, they're at the farmer's market. Well, I appreciate it. It's some kids all dressed in white. That's nice. 
Uh, they're playing a song that I know, and I can't think of what it is. It's a popular song. Anyway. I'm going to head to the coffee shop. Uh, hard to hear what's going on here, but... Um, Oh, right, right. Yeah, you know the song. Anyway, I'm doing good. I hope you are too. And uh, I, I will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Let's get into this episode with Gabby Smith. Oh, he'd be glad to believe me. He'll eat right out of your mouth like a baby bird. <laughs> All right. All right. Gabby Smith. What's up? What's going on? Um, welcome to the Water Wolf Podcast. <laughs> Thank it's been you. a while since I've done one. I, I did one. Well, I did one in February, I guess. Um, I've so, recently uh, been making myself acquainted with your podcast. So. Yes. Yeah. What did you end up listening to? Those other ones that I mentioned, or any of the other ones? We did. Uh, we were in the we're in the middle of Mira right now. Oh, Mira. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're a zeitgeist. Oh, yeah. Zeitgeist. <laughs> um, and a fellow Hebrew. Fellow Hebrew. Yeah, that's that's why we started it. So you you grew up Jewish, is that right? I did. Okay. Um, and what kind of, what capacity? Like, are you, like... Pretty uh, chill. Okay. Very uh, reform. I grew up in a reform temple. Uh, the, I think the most involved my family has ever been was... After way after I moved out, my mom was like the president of the oh, temple. Of the temple, okay. And I had a bat mitzvah. Okay. But that was kind of it. I didn't really want to go to Hebrew school, so I didn't have to. Because, just because you did, you make a fuss about it, or or you or they just asked you like, would you or would you not like to? I just was like, I don't really know what I'm saying here. Right. I'm kind of uncomfortable with that. And Some kind like, of incantations. Oh. No, I, I yeah. know what you're saying. It's like. Right. I want to be comfortable with knowing exactly what I'm... I don't like doing... Even in, like, yoga classes where they're like, oh, you know, let's sing this sing this mantra hymn or whatever. I'm like, nah, nah. No, I don't want I don't to. know what they're saying. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, I mean, like... I, it's not like, you know, there's no soul-binding handshake that yeah. is being made, but I just always felt like there should be more introduction or, or more learning about what's actually being said so that you cannot just be like saying a bunch of uh, syllables right yeah can you still you know do you have a good memory like can could you still um, chant some of your some of your bat mitzvah uh, definitely not I could I can read uh, Hebrew in a really uh, phonetic way really, really? okay yeah. but you do you remember what the letters are and stuff like mostly. that mostly my friend and I used to pass notes to each other in class uh, in Hebrew lettering but, but in English, English words yeah. but with Hebrew lettering yeah so oh, I couldn't tell you what anything in Hebrew means but but you know how, to, how the I can under work. I, yeah sorry I brought my whole dinner in here and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not I, gonna can, eat it right now munch. no munch. it's chill um, it's kind of a like heavy it looks great munching the yeah. chicken, chicken type thing. It looks incredible. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and you, what, where, where did you grow up in New York? Like on the up, Upper East Side or I something? I grew up in Soho. In Soho? Yeah. How did that work? What kind of, I don't understand. Uh, what well, were your parents about? Uh, my parents are about uh, being a lawyer. Do you like how I said Upper East Side? Like I was a, <laughs> little, a little rich girl? I mean, I but, feel like, I mean, you, you didn't, you weren't that far off. Okay, okay. So they, you grew up yeah. with money and stuff. In, the, yeah, the, I mean, you, I mean, when you grow up in Manhattan, Manhattan, like yeah, you, yeah sure. that's going to be a thing. And especially like. Soho, the Soho area, or the Upper East Side area, it's all going to be. Okay, so Soho yeah. is, I mean, I'm not that New York literate, <laughs> I'm not like super, so like there there are like people that live in condos there in, in, in yeah. that, that lifestyle. Yeah, okay. my parents like own their apartment. And, yeah. Uh, it's not some La Boheme type shit it's down not there. Some I mean, there is no La Boheme in no. Manhattan yeah. now. No, maybe, I live across the street. Maybe in the, the Alphabet City or something, right? Maybe, but, I mean, I guess so. It depends... Uh, what conditions the person wants to live in, but yeah. I guess if you're if you want to share your one bedroom apartment, you can create some real uh, La Boheme right. shit going on. But yeah, I kind of just grew up in a co-op building on. What's a co-op building? Like a cooperatively owned apartment building. Okay, which yeah. is a condo essentially. It's like sort of yeah, it's sort of a condo, but it's more like 
It's less like uniform. Okay. More unless it's not like I mean it's like a nice doorman building, but it's yeah. not like a deluxe. Like, right. Kind of thing. But people bu- but they buy their apartments. They buy their apartments. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um, it's chill. <laughs> do, do you have siblings? I do. Okay. Uh, I have an older sister and a younger brother. Okay. Yes, I'm the middle. And you, are, you're adopted, right? Mm-hmm. Are they adopted too? My brother was. Okay. Uh, my sister is not, and the reason we were adopted is because she has cerebral palsy. Okay. And they oh, were wow. like, no more kids. Okay. And my parents were like, more kids. Yeah. So, Did yeah. you have to, like, look after her a little bit in some ways, and she looked after you in some ways? I don't know. No. She, she moved out, I guess she was eight, and I was five, okay. and right as she was out the door to she moved to a like a home kind of thing where for kids um and my brother was born like immediately after that so i didn't get to have my moment in the sun as an only child but okay yeah um yeah so i didn't i mean i didn't i wasn't like old enough to really do any looking after Per se. Are you still in contact with your siblings? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, my brother just graduated, or I guess that didn't just graduate, but he graduated from University of Rochester. Okay. And my sister lives in Brooklyn. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and you, your your heritage though is like, like, because I know the band name Eskimo is mm-hmm. based on like, it's not Inuit, it's some some other like tribe yeah. up there in the. Yeah, um, I'm Northern part, Canada uh, slash Tlingit Eskimo. Say it again? Tlingit. Tlingit, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, though it's funny that you ask, we've been having kind of a fiasco today uh, on Twitter. There's just like this person who got really upset about our band name, and I made a whole post about it a while ago that was like, talk to me if you have a question. Like, I'm super open to fielding any questions. Like, I understand that this is like, a sensitive thing, and uh, they don't want to talk to me. So, this, these uh, these are these are native people that yeah, are offended a, that a your band name. Performer who's okay. verified on Twitter. Okay, <laughs> he's really mad at me right now. A um, famous person? I I, I mean, don't know. somewhat famous if they're I verified. Guess so. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, but you don't know who they are. I mean, I'm verified, so right. So know. anybody can get yeah, verified. I feel like anyone. Can. <laughs> you know, what I'm I mean. not verified. Really? Maybe my band name is. I, don't I think know. I think you are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been a conversation today, being like, I've been talking about kind of wanting to change it for a long time, and why? It's just like you know, it's is it's not worth it. It's not worth. I mean, I feel super connected to it, um, or maybe I did when I was younger because I was searching for some sort of for like identity, identity thing, but. Now it's kind of like the music is super different. Uh, my reasons for choosing it are kind of distant, and I've just been feeling really like, fuck it, you know? Like, I don't know. Because, I mean, do you, do you, what, you're feeling insecure about having offended people, you think? I, I think that, yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't set out to be controversial in, in general, uh, so it's a weird place to start right at the starting gate of the band, you know? I don't know. I mean, I think, <laughs> especially with the heritage that you have, I mean, just own it. Like, I don't totally. know. Totally. Well, I, 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 it's a catchy name. I, I don't know. I mean... No, I mean, I've been owning it for a while. And yeah. I don't know. It's something that I'm just thinking about. Like, is it... I do own it. Yeah. Definitely. And I have been owning it for a while, but I've been fielding, like, so much negativity as a result of it, so it's kind of like... Interesting. Yeah. I made an album called Eskimo Snow. I know. I have no no Eskimo or... Well... I can't even say that word, Tlingit. You got it. Okay. I think it's... Or Inuit or anything, heritage. Yeah. I mean, I think it's partially, like, being a woman, like, people are super ready to jump down my throat and not give me the benefit of the doubt yeah. uh, so it sucks <laughs> well I don't know I, I think it's cool I mean of course if you you know if you feel like moving on I mean there's always a time where you like okay I, I'm 
doing something different than I used to do. Yeah. Now it's time to blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I'm also kind of like... I was considering, like, changing my band name for a while because I'm like, ah, I want to make a shift in my sort of mental uh, outlook, you know, and be more positive and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, you know what? Like, I've been doing the why thing, and that's kind of like... <laughs> My, you know that that's like my like journey or something you yeah. know and so I like mean, I'm I like well, maybe that name should to come with me through the journey of wherever it goes or something I, I feel know. you I don't know it's, it's a tough decision it's, and yeah. yeah I mean if you were like alright everybody wise dead I'm making this band I would listen to it so right it would right be. but that but the thing is to get people to to know what it is is hard like oh, I know. harder than you would think in a way you know what I mean like yeah I mean I've been doing this for like 10 years and exactly yeah so I feel you <laughs> yeah um well I want to get to that in a second but but I also <laughs> I'm just curious if you ever did you ever sort of track down your birth family at all to go back to that thing no I didn't um I've never really been that curious about it. I've always kind of felt like that's just what it is. I feel like being adopted has been so much uh, roped into what I consider to be my identity at this point that to change my relationship with that would be really weird. Why is it changing your relationship? Just to know a little bit about where your DNA is from or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. It's always cool. I'm really... uh, It would be cool to see someone else who is like who looks like me yeah um, yeah not in like a you know like whoa we kind of look alike way but in a real way yeah but i guess maybe when i'm older i don't know i've yeah. just never really thought about it or i mean i've thought about it but i've never been like attracted to it i also yeah. saw uh you know um crossroads the movie britney With, spears and uh, zoe saldana i think i know crossroads the movie that has uh daniel son or, or uh, ralph macchio oh i don't know that blues, one <laughs> blues artist no i don't different know crossroads one. Okay. this one is a uh, britney spears is adopted and she goes on a journey across the, a road trip across the country with her girlfriends to like find her birth parents and then it's super disappointing and it's they're like, like white trash people or something something like that okay. i don't know it's, well they're, they're just like not interested in her and she's like why aren't you interested in me like this is so cool okay. and they're like we're like that's our emotional trauma i've we gave compartmentalized a long time ago right yeah so i guess Unless are you scared? Like a, are you does you know say know. saying that? Are you scared that that kind of thing might happen? Like I mean, that they I definitely wouldn't be like subjecting myself to potential disappointment. I think in the way that she did, where she's like, "They're going to be so amazing. I'm right. this like sexy, beautiful blonde person, and they're mm-hmm. going to be these like other sexy, beautiful blonde people from the beach, and we're all going to love each other and whatever." Um, obviously, that's like not a realistic dream. But you're a brunette. Well, I'm talking about Britney Spears. <laughs> she might be too. I mean, who knows? Right, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I just think that, I don't know. Maybe it would be scary. Maybe, I, I don't know. And maybe that's why I haven't ever thought about it. Yeah, I, I can see that. It's, it's yeah. some form of, of, like, almost seeing too deep into a mirror that you, yet you didn't know was there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I could see that. Um, well, shifting gears, you said you've been making music for ten years. I, I, I'm astounded to see. I mean, I, I've only heard your most recent few things that you've done, um, the EP and the last two albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I and and then I looked and saw that you have like twenty albums. Yeah, and a lot of. Uh... Well, private ones also. Okay, okay. <laughs> you so can you, have yeah, them if you've you been, want, but... You've been doing this since you were, like, 18 or something, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, since 2007. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, been a long, just, like, a long time of being, like, um, super interested in, like, uh, what would it sound like if this was looped? Like, oh my god, that can be a song, that's so weird, and then sort of growing structurally from there, both song structure and production structure-wise. So yeah. it started almost like experimenting with sounds. Yeah. It, and was that like 
like who got you into that or like did you just get a computer and realize that you could um, do that or I went to um when I went to college my parents got me a laptop which was a very big step forward and uh my I was dating this person whose music is called Brandon Can't Dance Brandon who, Can't Dance yeah okay. and he made these like 20 to 30 second loops where he would sit he had a PC and he would like use the little sound recorder window and figured out how to like double it back on itself so he could make multi-track recordings by just continuing to record it over and over and over again with okay. like a headphone speaker I guess huh. um and I was just like I didn't I, I I've been I'm kind of a late bloomer with uh understanding that musicians are people I like really didn't think that you were like a person for a long time I was just like this music is amazing right done uh so I didn't know that you could like do that forever but um yeah I started making like little loops in my mac uh by getting really close to the mic and just being like ah, and then pitch shifting it or in, harmonizing in like garage band or something mm -hmm. okay yeah and then I just yeah, and then I discovered, you know, time passed, and I made a couple of really, like, experimental soundscape records with, like, very cryptic short poems. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I discovered Laura Stevenson, uh, and I was like, oh my god. I don't know if I know Laura Stevenson. Oh my god. I she's, should. She's so good. She's, um, yeah, she's just, like, this person who was banned. I came across through various people that... I was dating, and they were like, you gotta check out this Laura Stevenson, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, and it's I was like... It's like home recording stuff? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know, it was the first time that I ever heard, like, a female artist who had, like, I don't know, it was like Neutral Milk Hotel, but more chill, I guess. Okay. Um, not him, not screaming. Not, well, not, like, so so uh, heavy. Yeah. Like, not such heavy uh, lyrical yeah. focus. Um, yeah, and I was just so blown away by, like, song structure and, like, oh, my God, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Like, that's so hot. Yeah. Um, you had never noticed that in, like, pop music or whatever before? No, I, I just never thought of it as, like, something that I could do. Yeah. I just thought of it as, like, oh, that's, like, Elton John's thing. Right. You know what I mean? You started uh, deconstructing it a bit in your yeah. mind. I was like, wow, like, I get it. I get this song. Wow. And then I, like, really tried to do her thing for a while. Um, and then I think I sort of married the two and that's where Did we're you at know today. her or you or just listened to her? For I had I had met her a couple She's times. She's a New York lady? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that she well she was. Okay. I, think. I don't know. Okay. Uh but we played we like played some shows or maybe I just went to a bunch of her shows in the same places that I played or whatever. Right. Um Yeah. And I just was so blown away by her. She's amazing. But yeah, and then I met I guess fast forward I met Greta and we like Greta is Frankie Cosmos, Frankie Cosmos yeah. yes and joined that band and then got was super influenced by her and by my bandmates and all their projects so but but you but before that you were just doing stuff on your own yeah um yeah it's like I mean I had like with a the couple loops of and blips really and... bad bands, but okay. we don't really talk about But <laughs> those were versions of Eskimo? No. They no. were, like, uh, Craigslist guitarist, Craigslist drummer, like, high school friend bassist. Oh. I was the singer. Right. Uh, we were, I was, like, really influenced by the Rolling Stones and oh, yeah. jumping around Who and isn't? screaming. Yeah, you yeah. can't help it, um, especially when you're, like, 18. Just, I could yes. see you having a Mick Jagger thing oh, yeah. going on, oh, for yeah. sure. I was really, I was strutting about and yeah. screaming, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, do, so, when you say, when you, you were influenced by by Greta, do you mean in terms of moving more towards... Well, no, because you just said you had more band-type sounds. I'm, I'm wondering, yeah. transitioning from... Ha because now, you know, we've been doing shows together, and, mm -hmm. and I even saw you before we've been touring. Um, and 
you know, it's a band. It's it's yes. guitar, bass, you know, drums and, yeah. and keyboards. And like, you know, as a as opposed to, you know, looping you know, <laughs> things on a on a on a laptop, which I'm you know, I both are awesome. I'm not, you know Totally, but I like not both. But not it's very different. easy to perform. Yeah, yeah, I'm just wondering where yeah. how that transition happened or if you did you tour like did you tour on albums that you did with loops and stuff with a band or something? I I didn't. My first show was definitely like deep in the Laura Stevenson phase. So I was playing like full songs. Uh, my songs have always always been really weird and like structurally kind of broken and demented a little bit. But um, I have Eskimo itself has had like a million different iterations. Uh, There's a point where I had like a seven piece. Uh, Bard student band, uh, which I don't know how I convinced them to do that. I didn't go to Bard. I just kind of like chilled there for a while. Creepy. Um, yeah, it was like the <laughs> creep on campus. Um, and I had a two-piece electronic band. Um, I had, and then also for a long time, it was just Felix and Oliver and myself. And okay. Oliver was like double synth. Okay. Um, but then we got our car broken into on a tour with Bellows and Eskimo, and uh, my synth got stolen. So okay. now we're just a one synth. Now band. just you're down to one synth. Yeah. Okay. And we hired Jack. Okay. Because he's amazing, and he yeah. produced. Uh, he like produced okay with me, and so yeah, that's how he joined. So me. he had you, you like. Uh, Oliver had been playing the bass lines with his left hand or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we had a big. Korg MS-2000, and then the Micro Korg. Okay. Yeah, to which do are the basically just two of the same synth, but one's like a big version of the Micro Korg. Basically. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, interesting. Yeah. And, and, when, and when did Jack... Jack joined, like, during the, the OK recording stuff, yeah, basically? Yeah, it was like he graduated from college and then moved into this house that we were all living in together in Brooklyn... Um, and by moved, I use the term very loosely because right. it was more that he was just living there uh, in exchange for mixing my record. Okay. And then he, like, I think we were just, like, joking around and he made this really extreme version of Broken Necks and we were like, oh, this is so sick, actually. Can you just do the whole record? And yeah. just um Yeah. And then I realized that he's an amazing bassist and so he just... Joined. But but ha and how did you and Oliver and Felix get together? Um, I had met Oliver and Felix and Jack and a bunch of other other of our friends um, through a younger friend who went to high school with me. Okay. Um, and then we all had all of our bands had kind of like played shows together and we sort of vaguely knew who each other were. And they went to high they went to your high school just a, year, just a couple years younger, later. You told yeah. me that in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we just started all, we started, well, we had this one day where we played a show all together, we made like a super group of all of our, all of our bands, and we called it Gary, uh, we played a Goodbye Blue Monday in Brooklyn, Okay. and then we were like, this is cool, and I was like, you're cool, and uh, then Oliver and I started dating. <laughs> uh, you guys started dating, and then, yeah. and then... And sort then of playing together after yeah. that in a way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would go visit him at Bard and play like. Oh, so he went to Bard. He That's went why to Bard you were with hanging Felix. out. Felix, they were roommates. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, they just decided to not meet anybody else and just live together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would go and play shows there, and sometimes we would just be like, I was really guitar phobic at the time. I thought they were like really just evil sounding, yeah. boring instruments. Um, so sometimes as a joke, we would make a rock band together, uh, with rock band versions of Eskimo songs. Right. And then we were like, oh, this is actually sick. Uh, right. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's a lot of my history is like being afraid of something and then being like, oh, wait, this is, this is funny. And then, oh, this is actually really cool. Let's do this. This is powerful and fun. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be what I put it, what I cut out for my intro. It's yeah. that you just Perfect. said. Um, the, yeah, I, I, you know, we kind of, uh, my band sort of started in a s similar way, actually. Not Maybe a jokey more. way, but, but uh, where, yeah, I made 
some music on my own that was more like just more produced you know I don't mm -hmm. I don't you know loops and things and whatever but just like yeah production based and then yeah we went out and did a tour to support one of those albums and which one was that um Oakland Asul Asylum which oh, cool. is 2003 um and that was um uh, this actually, this exact band uh, went on tour playing that album. Cause y'all are went to the same high school, also, right? Some some of us, okay. yeah. Me and Josiah and Doug did. Cool. Yeah, and Matt went to a That's different so high school, but he's also from Cincinnati. He went to college with Josiah, though. Cool. Yeah. It all. Um, yeah. So beautifully. I well, that, I think a lot of bands sort of start in that way, kind of like we're we're sort of somebody makes something and then it's like, well, we should try to play this live and it's be better with having these extra people and then. Totally. Once you get those extra people in, it's like, well, you should probably play on the next album too because it sounds good with us playing together. You yeah, know like I mean? let's like, do this forever, especially yeah. with like people who you knew growing up. It's like so comfortable already. Yeah. Um, there's a, there yeah there's some sort of natural feeling just being together. So it's very easy to just be like, I know that I've known you for so long, and this is your strength, and this is how we can like provide strength to each other's music so you knew these guys a little bit in high school too yeah maybe. i mean okay. i knew that they had this they had this really amazing band called the mighty handful okay um, oliver wasn't in it but um yeah. felix and jack and some other people yeah okay. and uh they were so good they were just like this uh arcade fire influenced like million people in the band they had jack was like the will butler figure so he like sort of Win, but no, he was the Will Butler. Who's Will uh, Butler? Will is the brother, the oh, confetti oh. like oh. the one who Jeez, runs sorry. around with the. You know okay, more about our totally fine. It's totally fine. Okay. Um, Jack was just like you know, he like ran around with a tambourine or whatever, a drum and like maracas, and everyone in the audience Rallying. got a yeah. He was the the hype man. And town crier. Yeah, and Felix yeah. was like learning how to play drums. And, okay. Oh my god, they were so good. Everybody in that band would be probably really embarrassed that I'm talking about it, but I, they super influenced my... You hear that? Go out and buy that record, people. It's, it's <laughs> find it on uh, whatever. I don't know if they CD ever... Seek. Yeah, or, uh, or on you know, MySpace. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, Live Nation. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I, my band had played with them like at the, the place where you could just be like, I want to play, and the, they would give you a date. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I thought they were really cool and intimidating, and I would like to think that they thought I was really cool and intimidating, and the rest is history. <laughs> so when, when did you start to get, like, quote-unquote success with 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 what you're, you were doing, or, like, when did people start to notice? I think it was after, I mean, really, like, after Frankie Cosmos started getting some notoriety, we, like, played at the MoMA was our first sort of... Frankie Cosmos played at the MoMA, uh -huh. and uh, that was like my parents' moment of like, oh shit, You've made this it. is like, yeah. this is sick, uh, this is real, and you can actually do this. Um, yeah, and Greta talk. Greta's so like, and this is what this person does, and this is what this person does in interviews. So the band name was sort of circulating around a little bit. And what do you mean? And this is what this? Oh, oh, like, oh! In, in other words, band, she like, would, she would. Hype she'd be like, you up yeah, she'd be like, in her Aaron interviews and stuff. is in Porches, and Gabby's in Eskimo, and David is in, he has a band, but none of us are allowed to hear it, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and then, yeah, I guess after that, Double Double Whammy reached out to me, and that was like a, I thought, they, I was like, they're the most famous people in the world, that's so wild. Are they, uh, is Double Double Whammy, did, did she put out her stuff on that? Yeah. Too? Okay. Yeah. They were, yeah. Are they Brooklyn-based label yeah. or something? Okay. Um, that was a huge deal, and yeah, I guess they hired a publicist who is a genius, and um, we've just been that's that's it. And that was like what like when was that that they reached out and stuff? They reached out in July of 2014. Okay, so and then recently. It, yeah, pretty recently. Yeah. I we were yeah. I mean, like you know that I grew your, up in your New York, but your stardom is new. Yeah, it's, it's very, new, very fresh. Okay. We're a fledgling Good. project, yeah. uh, despite what, the, despite the long history of it, its existence. Right. Uh, right, we're a fledgling like public name. Public eye. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah. And then I, it took me until January to deliver the record, and then it came out in May. And that was okay? That was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, right after they reached out to me, um, this other label reached out to me called Yellow K, uh, asking if they could reissue my 2011 record, uh, Two Mountains, and I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. If you want, that's cool. Um, so that's a separate, whole separate deal. Whole separate deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the EP is also... On Double Double Wham. Double Double Wham. Yeah. 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 Got it. That was a funny thing. We were trying to do a an experiment to circumvent vinyl. Okay. We were like, vinyl takes too long. This is, It was taking eight months at the time yeah. to get anything shipped out. Yeah, and like, that a, was like, like that, like 2015... So yeah, like the, the resurgence was the worst, of yeah. yeah, it was so wild, and it was like an eight month wait, and then uh, they were getting held up in customs for months, so like the release dates were unreliable. Coming from the Czech Republic or something, mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. So we were just like, all right, fuck this, let's just like skip vinyl and go straight to some kind of freaky experiment, and we brainstormed forever trying to figure out um, a way that you could release an album that wasn't vinyl. Uh, I mean digital well you know i mean like like but the fun of vinyl for most of like people who are younger i think is like just something cool to have on your shelf and you or not just for young people like everyone yeah. is like yeah you know you put it on if you're not joanna newsome who like i know sits in front of her record player like a person who wants to listen to music I feel like we just put on records like... Do you know that for a fact about I, her? I heard her say that in an interview okay. once, and okay. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm doing this all wrong. Why? Because you, um, you don't listen like that? You We just, like... Yeah. I listen to music like in transit in my headphones, yeah. and then... On Spotify or on whatever. On Spotify yeah, or whatever. Same here. same here. And then I put on a record when we're playing a board game and, like, having someone over for dinner. And right. it's like... Oh, it's the same. Oh, I'm the exact same way. Yeah. I'm the exact same way. So it's... Yeah, it's just like... I mean, I do appreciate the sonic difference but I also have like a $100 record player so right, right. it's not oh my really record be... player is trash yeah, it's, it's, it's from the 80s and yeah. it's like someone gave it to my parents like you know <laughs> second hand and it, yeah yeah I'm sure mine trash. is like an Urban Outfitters right but, oh right you know, it's like one of those I would die for one of those Urban Outfitters ones it's uh yeah I mean it looks really good yeah but and it plays tapes and CDs okay. and records and aux, uh, but it's that shit. that aux shit. I love it's, that aux. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, a record is just like art. Um, it's, it ha- it's nice to have the art big and the, yeah, exactly. no, for sure, for so sure. So we thought like, how how can we make a relic? Like, how can we make a like a legendary thing? Um, and I thought about Dawn, the Phil Alvrum book, and how that was so, so important to me when I was younger, and it was this, like, amazing treasure that I have had for so long. I actually just had to buy a new copy because I lost mine, but... That's his photograph book, right? No, it's his, uh, his, like, diary. Oh, book. yeah. I don't know that one. Oh my god, it's so good. It's from when he went to Norway, and okay. he kept a journal and made, like, comics and an, and an album. Okay. Um, it's so good. It's, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I thought, I want to do something like that. And then we, we made a photo book. Okay. Yeah. That's the, I saw that. You gave one to Grace. And I did, I, yeah. I, I flipped through. I, I love that. Cool, yeah. yeah that's really cool. Um, my friend Sophie's pictures. Okay, we met okay. yesterday, yeah. And, and it's a CD. It's a there. CD, yeah. yeah. That's kind of the drawback of it, I would say. Is I mean, but CDs, are, CDs actually sound really good. They that's do. The thing. It's just, I mean... I've only got a CD player in my car, so I really do value CDs, but I also think that, you know, they're shitty. They they just, you play them like four times, and then you put it down for one second, and then it's just like completely scratched, and you can't, right. yeah. So that's been kind of I mean, a, the thing about If you that. don't have to take care of your things. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're like an adult human, like maybe, yeah. but I feel like that's kind of an uphill battle. I, I literally physically have no way to, to play a CD. <laughs> yeah, that's the most That's people, the problem with yeah. me. I've taped, my car has a tape deck. I have a record player in my house, which is terrible. No one's computers have CD, CD drives anymore. I think, I, I think actually my old laptop might, but, but yeah. But it probably put in, has a CD stuck in it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
<laughs> so you're screwed. The, There's the second no way. DVD of Cosmos, the uh, the show. You know, yeah. DVD two. And that's been kind of a thing with the books, as we didn't provide a download code uh, in them. And most people, it's like I'm really selling you a book, and if you can find a CD player, right, you can right. also check out this cool thing that I made. But right. It's mostly a book plus a record. Do have people had? Is that had a positive response? I mean, we is that your most recent like release? Is, Did that yeah. come out after the the regular CD? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, there is no regular CD. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's it. So, okay. That's the one. But, but there's a is there vinyl for that now? I feel well, like now there is. Okay. No, not to you know you might have to bleep it out, but Urban Outfitters was like. We want to release your al- we want your album in our store on vinyl and then we sort of scrambled to get it and then obviously it took too long and they were like bye oh so they didn't it's they not didn't there do it, yeah. oh that's a real letdown I know that's so perfect I know you just I was, sold a million of those I know I mean I have my issues with them well maybe on the oh, fuck it no Orban it's great. Maybe 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 on the next one. Maybe on the next one, we'll yeah. see. I'm at least wearing four articles of Urban Outfitters clothing <laughs> right now. I, yeah, I honestly probably am too. Two I don't know socks where this... and two underwear. So yeah. yeah, that's four. I mean, they do have nice socks yeah. and underwear, though. You do have to double up. Cause... Yeah, you got to double up. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, that's I mean, and that's that happened organically. They just reached out. I think it was, you know, it's everything is kind of like in the shadow footsteps of Frankie Cosmos, where okay. they were like releasing Frankie Cosmos and Porches like in Urban Outfitters, and then they asked us to, and we were like, yeah. Be- because you think Greta-, Greta was like, oh, here's some other people. You no, should- I think that it's now there's like a trail that yeah. anyone who's like digging on the internet, they're can like, find. who's in this scene? Yeah, like who's that? Like. Oh, that person, like, are they still in the band? Well, it doesn't matter. They have their own band. Like, right. Like, who's that? Like, yeah. Do you feel like there is, like, a, a, a thing happening? Do you feel like you're in, you're in like, a... I mean, I know you guys have your, your crew, your posse. Yeah. Uh, epoch, epoch. <laughs> yeah, though um, we, we don't... We don't call it that anymore. No, uh, yeah. No, you don't call it... That's not the name for it. We don't... We just don't. It's dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead. It's over. Okay, but... Okay, fine. <laughs> in, in name. But... But we do all still hang out with each you other. You also hang all, out, yeah. and you're all in each other's bands, yeah. and, and, like, as well as Greta, and you guys are in her band. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. It seems to me, from an outside perspective, um, and I stumbled upon all of you guys from my uh, girlfriend, who's significantly younger. Uh-huh. Um, and to me, from the outside, it almost appeared to be a resurgence and I don't want to. Re- I'm not. I don't want to diminish what you're no, doing. It's cool. it's, it's you're it's doing good. your own thing. <laughs> completely your own thing. <laughs> but to the vibe of like the K Records days, to me, that's what I. You know, because that's um, what I know of. Yeah. At, at that, it's like a DI, very DIY. Totally. Um, you know, or, or, or almost freak folk in some ways. You know. Yeah, we totally had like Elephant Six in mind. Elephant we Six. Were, yeah, exactly. yeah. Though we should have looked at them for as an example of what happens to collectives it's not good. because they fell apart yeah they just it's just evil it's, yeah i mean it's not evil i think it's i still think it's cool but i think that you know people it doesn't matter we don't have to talk about it unless you want to ask about it but to answer your question well i do uh, want to ask about drama <laughs> wait 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 did i smell drama oh there's so look at how cute drama. this butt is by the so way amazing marty talking about just, my dog's butt not my own butt Curled up and he's got the cutest uh, he's little. He's like butt. looking at me from behind his tail. It's his little, his little like <laughs> side eye kind of thing. It's so good, but it's like a loving side eye. Yeah. It's like he's like I'm really comfortable hey, out there, so high good. over there. Am I hearing about drama? I don't even care. <laughs> so, but so you're saying? I mean, I don't really know all the details about the Elephant Six implosion or whatever might or might not have happened, but. but I, I mean, imagine that it was some... I mean, you know, I'm not going to speculate, but I can say to my experience that when you have a collective, people are like, am I in the collective? And then you're like, I don't know, are you? And sure. And then it becomes either, like, too big or, like, looks like a click from the outside and people feel excluded and it's a whole, like, not worth it to try to figure it out. Um, I had something like that when I was coming up as yeah. well. 
it's it's so shitty because it's like this thing where you're trying to you're trying every which way especially being a new york musician it's like such a you're such a small fish and you're just trying to like or at least we were just trying to make a community for ourselves where we could look inward and just share our art with each other and kind of just backfired maybe. so like, you you because of just relationships within within the crew yeah you know it's like you have this thing and then people like feel like they're marrying into it or divorcing out of it or whatever and everyone in new york even based on like like relationship relationships oh yeah okay yeah okay and there's relationship relationships and you know people wanting to move on with their lives but feeling like they're stuck with the group or vice versa feeling like they did move on with their lives and where are these people here to like who were supporting me in the past or whatever um but the reality is you have just like a bunch of really busy people who are just friends and I don't know. So there's been some drama. There's been some drama. Yeah. I don't know if I'm being like too no. cryptic or No, and I, I don't want you to <laughs> I don't want you to be too too uh relevatory, relevatory. I don't want you to say too much that yeah. you're gonna feel bad about later with somebody yeah, hearing because you know, this will be out in the world. But um but that said, tell me everything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All the kids out there just uh don't you know, just think about it before you Yeah make this thing that some people could potentially feel excluded from. So now it's just sort of like an organic thing. Well, we're not we haven't gotten to really my question, which is just like <laughs> what do you what do you well, no, I mean just like I told you sort of my outside perspective yeah. on like cuz I just happened upon all you guys sort of like a year ago, you know, like yeah. Grace played me so Frankie sick. Cosmos <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. My friend, do you know Fog? You know that yeah, band? I yeah, I do. So Andy Broder, Fog, he was like, he he sent me Frankie Cosmos. He was like, Yon, you'd love this. And and uh, he sent me her record, and I listened to it um, once, and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then, out of respect for him, I was like, I, I should probably listen to this again, just because, you know, Andy knows me real well, and he, you know, I listened to it again, I was like, oh, maybe, and again, <laughs> I just couldn't stop listening to it. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, and like, I mean, I must have listened to that a thousand times, you know, yeah. and like... That's her whole band camp, you hear one song, and you're like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. And then I was like, Grace, what else? Yeah. You know, because I knew, because she, she knew who Frankie Cosmos was, mm -hmm. right? I mean, she's a hip kid, you yeah. know, so she's like... She's got her ear to the ground. Yeah. yeah. So she told me about you guys. Cool. Um, and that's how I got into you guys. And, but I want to hear your perspective on like what is, uh, you know, do you, do you feel like you guys are happening upon something, you know, new or or feel like you have some fresh perspective on music? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've and never... is it, what's the cohesiveness? Because I know everybody in your band has a band. Yeah. You know. There, well, that's the thing is there is no cohesiveness. It's more like each person has their own project. That's the only cohesiveness. It's always been a thing where we've just felt comfortable like sharing our art with each other and um, then like recognizing each other's talents and how they could be instrumental to your own project and ways in which you could we you know like I thought okay like Oliver really understands what I'm interested in sort of with my synth lines and uh, I mean it took a lot of training in both directions like I'm in bellows and I really had to like unlearn his recordings and he he records with like 85 tracks per song so okay. it's just like and you play guitar in that band I play or what? Synth. Oh, you play synth. Okay. Yeah. So, we just play synth in each other's projects, okay. but yeah. Um I think we both speak the same language without saying anything um about synth stuff. So, okay. Yeah. Which is what like Exactly. It's like na 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 na. na. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. kind of stuff, but yeah. I mean, and then with Felix it's just like when we did that joke rock band version of Eskimo I was like yeah I mean I don't really like hi-hats maybe you could just like do some clicky stuff like right. I love 
Smashing Pumpkins drummers. I've always been weird about cymbals, too. Yeah, like, it's just too much. It's getting away. Yeah, and my voice is so deeply in that register that it just immediately gets cut out by cymbals, so... I mean, now I'm really into hi-hats, don't get me wrong, but... So that's not, like, Felix's go-to? No, 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 we... Yeah, this, this has been a lot of, like, training each other to be for each other's projects. Okay. Yeah. Um... But I, I guess that doesn't really answer your question. I, I don't know if, if we have, like, really a fresh take. Because I just, it's really hard to, like, see any of these projects objectively. Because I feel so emotionally connected to all of them in really different ways. So the short answer is you don't really know what you guys are doing collectively. I don't know, yeah. We're because just, you can't see it from the outside. We definitely don't have, like, a collective vision. Okay. And we don't have, like, a... Or even a collective, like, set of politics or anything. It's, like, so person-to-person and just seeing how we can help each other. Which I think is cool. But uh, you've seen... But you're not a kid-kid. I mean, you're young. You're younger than me. Yeah, but But not, you're not yeah. super, super young. Yeah. Um... You've seen these different... You know what the K-Record scene is. You yeah. know what uh, the Freak Folk stuff, like the New York Freak Folk stuff that I'm talking about, the uh, green apples or whatever. Apples, uh, not apples in stereo, not silver <laughs> apples. I don't uh, know this. You know, a- Adam Green. Okay. Oh, yeah, Adam okay, Green. Adam Green, yeah, totally. Moldy Peaches. Sorry, totally. sorry. <laughs> okay. Adam Green and uh, Kimya Dawson. You know... And that's not exactly what you guys are, but that, but, 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 but Greta's band reminded me a little bit of of them. Yeah. I would say very dr- like dry, and I mean sonically dry. Yeah. And like. Well, with, also like very straightforward and. Yeah, sort of straightforward song yeah. structures, a little bit like, intimate, like intimate lyrics, almost goofy in some ways. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It's your like your a, stuff less so like that. Your stuff reminds me more of the K scene in some ways. Thank you. Um, dub narcotic sound stuff. Um, yeah, I, I don't like, know. I mean, do, do do you see what I'm talking about, or do do you? I think so. I mean, I'm I'm sort of like vaguely familiar with all that stuff. It's yeah. more. It's always been like a that stuff is really cool, and I know it. Um, I was really focused on. I mean, I super was, sorry, I was really, really focused on Phil Elbrum for a very, very long yeah. time, so I definitely drew, like, so much, he's so um, good. I mean, yeah, you just can't yeah. not, he's so good, yeah. it's, ugh, um, though I haven't listened to his new record yet, because I'm kind of, like, waiting for a moment when I can handle it. I heard uh, two songs, it's very heavy. Yeah, I know that. There will be. It's kind of like to it yeah. When I get home, probably. Yeah, I feel like it's like choosing to watch Dancer in the Dark or something. Right. Which I haven't done yet because I haven't I, found a moment I where I've been like, point. really. Yeah. How how did how'd it go? How'd it's it go heavy. for you? It's heavy. It was years ago though. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I still. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Anyway, I hear what you're saying, and I. But I mean, very I flattered. I'm, I'm, and I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, now I'm like, I'm like hearing myself and I'm like, I'm over here telling this lady that she reminds me of someone else's music. I would hate that. No, it's cool. That's great. It's nice to have an objective window into what I'm doing because I feel so like, you know, inches beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. I can't like see it objectively. So uh, what, I, what, yeah. what but the bottom line is what I see but, from the outside is that you guys are a new, awesome DIY scene, it, you know. I mean, for lack of a better way of saying, totally. it, in New York, and I love it. Yeah, thank you. It's cool. Yeah, sorry. I feel like I'm having a scattered like trying to reckon with the question. No, nah, you don't have to. You, <laughs> you you shouldn't ever have to answer that kind of question because <laughs> it's not your job. So you're just doing. You're just making what you want to make, and I think that's how it should be. Come in. Hello. Yes, sir. Brent, it's not. Uh, Brent, it's not, this yeah. is not business. At, well, it's business in a different way. <laughs> yeah. but is he in your room? He's probably back there. Sorry. Yeah. It's no, no. Totally all fine. good. All good. <laughs> um, so let's shift gears a little bit. Like, I'm curious about your lyrical content and sort sure. of your writing process, maybe, um, in terms of that stuff. And do you like? You said you you do keep diaries every day. I've been trying to on this tour. Okay. Uh, I'm. I always found journaling to be kind of a chore but 
I've been trying to at least keep track of tours because it's been so like we we tour so much and blurring them together is so sad. I have like, no idea where we just were yeah, the past that's so, four weeks. Or exactly, whatever. it's like I feel you, and I've I'm so like uh, you can't help but check out when you're yeah. touring. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been journaling a lot and writing a lot of poems. I'm in a poetry club. Uh, nice. It's a Google group. Oh, so it's on, um, it's on the internet. It is on the internet. And it's really cool. It's like um, me and Greta from Frankie Cosmos and Christian from The Hotelier just joined it. And you can join it if you want Get to. me in there. I'm sure you can get in there. It's I really need it. fun. I need it's it like, because last year I did this group that was like poem every one poem a day. Yeah, that's a lot. Everybody dropped out except for me. Yeah. I was the last man standing. <laughs> and then and then I kind of didn't... Fin- I like got up to... Uh, like October, and then I kind of dropped off. But I, I have yeah. poems, but they're just That's not amazing. written out. But I, I actually need something like that because it's yeah. good for me. I, I love writing, like being forced to write poems. Totally. It's, like, and this is a very like lax group. Obviously, there's you know there's no forcing. It's kind of a poem dump once a month. So okay. whenever if you're just like, it's January and I haven't sent in my poem, like that's kind of so it's one poem a month or whatever you have per month okay um though we've you know it's kind of hard to do it but to keep up that. with it uh yeah it's hard to keep up with it's like i'll get a poem and then be like oh fuck i haven't written my poem like, ah. and then it, some months no one sends a poem so i don't really remember to do it do you critique each other's stuff then no okay. it's a totally just like Homey, have, homey haven, kind of check this chill, out or whatever. Yeah, like. Do you feel like there is a, is is there a like a an unspoken one one upsmanship kind of thing? Oh, no, like you no. know, I want I really want to give a good one that people be like, ooh. I mean, I definitely want it to be good. A lot. But anytime I release anything, I want it to be good, and yeah. I consider that releasing still. Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. But no, there's no one upsmanship because I feel like. Every person is writing such different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Greta's poems are kind of abstract, or they'll be like, you know, a bunch of words that she found in a magazine that she pasted together into right. a poem or whatever. And we have a friend in Portland who's part of it who just writes these like earth shattering poems. They're so, so beautiful. It's unreal. And then there's an NYU kid that Greta met when she was in school who. I haven't met, but his poems are so amazing, and yeah, it's just really inspiring. It's more just, yeah, inspiration based. Um, do Do you tend to use those poems in your music, or yeah. you start? Okay. Yeah. Every time I send one in, I'm like, all right, now I can start workshopping this into a song. Oh, so yeah. okay, so you'll you'll take you'll pretty much just directly use that and say, okay, this is going to become a song now. Mm-hmm. I've got this poem. I've got this lyric sheet, so to speak. Exactly. That is finished and feels good. Yeah. Let me now figure out how to sing this. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then, yeah, I also, I guess the other way that I write is like, I was saying that I listen to music in transit a lot and I tend to sort of cross my eyes, but sonically and just sort of hear syllables and then try to like pretend it's a different language and sort of lift my own meaning out of it it's kind of like listening to Bonnie Vare but like all the time you know what I mean like I do listen to Bonnie Vare all the time right but yeah. then you're like what is he saying I have no idea yeah but then you can hear these like amazing poems out of it and then you you wrote that because right. it's just whatever you were right. thinking so it's a syllabically guided uh, poem trail. I've done, I've done similar kind of things. Yeah, yeah it feels so good. For like a, a line or something where I'll yeah, yeah I'll, like I've always heard it this way, but I know that's not what this person's totally. saying. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely like done that with your songs, and especially when I was first writing songs, I was like listening to Elephant Eyelash all the time, and just like lifting the meter or like right. and then putting all of my own content into it or like rhyming with what you like a line that you said and then making my own line that rhymes with it and then starting there and going from there you know my like law that. team is always listening They're well, always, and your mean, father is on my law team and I know and it's totally fine because yeah. it's all original content <laughs> it's just, just the meter just. 
But, I mean, I was telling, I think, I don't know who I was talking to about this, but um, I was listening to Song Exploder, and Rivers Cuomo was talking about um, how he, like, listens to music and then finds chords, that, chord progressions he really likes, plays them on distorted guitar, and renames it to something kind of weird, um, so that he forgets what the song was, and then revisits it later, and has his own song. Right. It's amazing. Right. It comes up with a melody that fits to the chords, is that right? Yeah. Just okay. like his own thing that totally changes the context of those chords. Right. Um, it's so smart. Do, do you, uh, how do you tend to, do, will you sit with a guitar then at, at, for, for when you're writing your... Yeah. I sit like in this... Uh, cross-legged position, uh -huh. like hunched around my guitar with my like laptop open and my uh, blue Yeti microphone. Okay. And uh, just like sometimes we'll just stare at a poem and have it recording and just like try to figure out what the vibe is. Okay. So. Sing different melodies for different lines totally. and stuff. Yeah. Or and if I'm feeling like you know I get really stuck in a D A G rut a lot. And sometimes with like a little, yeah, the dag rut, uh, it's real, and I just love that chord progression so much. So I've been trying to like look at the tabs of other songs, and then being like, oh, I didn't ever thought about putting those two chords together. What right. would that sound like? And then totally just going from there. Okay. Yeah. So I did that with a Joanna Newsom song recently came up with Rearview, this new song we've been So playing. basically like where was Cuomo was talking about. Yeah, yeah, just like finding, I feel like, yeah, at this stage in my writing, it's all about like trying to find new ways to be inspired by this instrument that I've been playing for so long. And, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Awesome. You know, I, I think, I hate to say it, but oh, no. I think you got to go on the stage. It's cap? 9 o'clock oh, right shit. now. That's when you go on. <laughs> we're one minute over. Great talking to you. Um, it was great talking Goodness, to you I don't feel like we're done, but I we'll know. talk in real life without the recording Fair about enough. more I mean, stuff. We can pick up later if you Good. want to. I'm Good. totally down. I've been sitting here with my friend, Gabby Smith. To say hi to the people. Hi to the people. All right. Or bye to the people. Bye to the people. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> bye y'all. Well, that that was jamming, man. That 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 was a really jamming marching band. Uh, I always love running into that. I, one of my life's dreams. They ask me in these interviews, you know, what's like your life goal or life dream? I just would like to play uh, kick drum in a marching band, or, or it's not really kick drum at that point, since you're hitting it with your hand. But um, I think that would be incredible. And I remember what song that is. Now, all night I think of you. I'll be my baby When the game is on You think it's alright Whatever, you know what I'm talking about Anyway, you guys It's been a pleasure coming at you I don't have any episodes right now But I'm going to be talking to more people, no doubt On my travels And uh, I look forward to bringing those episodes to you This has been Yoni Wolf You can find me on any of the social medias At Yoni Wolf or uh, you can go to the website that is thewanderingwolf.com and hopefully I will catch you guys very soon come out and see me on the road if you're in Japan or the EU or UK and we'll be back uh, traveling the states with my band Y probably in the fall I will keep you updated on that stay tuned for more not that important information. Now, we didn't talk politics at all in this episode, and that there's some troubling things going on, as you know, perhaps. But uh, hopefully, I won't have to discuss that next time because things will be sorted out and uh, we'll have a little impeachment on our hands. We'll see what happens. Okay, you guys, take care, be good, keep wandering.
actually it sounds more like an outro. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> or something like that.